Hey, everybody, what's up? It's Tipping the Scales with Shay Dawson. And Tania Rivers. Hello. We welcome, welcome back to the favorite place in the whole wide world. Y'all know y'all <laughs> missed us, even though we gave you that content. But, you know, you, we know you missed us. We missed yes. you, too. But we're back. Well, we're back. Yes. Well, I got a lot of rasp in my voice today. I know. You're like mm. this sultry Anita Baker. I mean, I know you're a little young, John. Do you know who Anita Baker is? Of course. <laughs> I got to check. You're a little chicken, so I got to make sure. I know, but you know, mom made me clean the house on Sundays too. Okay. We would listen to everything, the whole gamut. Sade, yes. Anita Baker, just, you know, had a good vibe. Okay. <laughs> how are you feeling today? So you woke up this morning, which is always a blessing, but mm-hmm. how are you feeling? How, how are things going on your end? I mean, I'm good. Mm-hmm. There are some outstanding things that are taking my brain space and striving yeah. me crazy yeah so but i'm you're good built for this I mean, i'm blessed yes right um i actually had like a really good cry the other day which oh, is crying like, is i don't cleansing. know if you've ever had a good cry like where oh, you just yeah. comes out it's, of nowhere it's, it's unexpected cleansing for the whole entire soul yes <laughs> like i i had guests over um my family my friends like for like i don't say two months in rotation mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. that's like changing the linens you know doing the whole nine, getting the house ready or whatever. And um, my best friend left back to San Diego last Sunday and the house was quiet. I was by myself. I was reflecting on like, oh my God, the memories. Like, wow, I just made all these memories. Like, mm-hmm. you know, in two months, it was so good. My mom said, like I told you guys last time and I was by myself. And then the night before I went to John Mayer concert with my, um, my work bestie, Anna Karifa Johnson, AKA, shout out to AKJ. Shout um, out. <laughs> I, I, I haven't been a John Mayer like fan, like a follower. So I have heard his songs, but I didn't really like know them, mm-hmm. you know, like word for word. So um, she gave me a bunch of songs to listen to afterwards. Um, but I just watched her. I really wanted to go to see her experience for the concert. And she was just like so elated and filled up. It was awesome just to watch her. That's so so cool. afterwards, I'm like, what is it about John Mayer to her that is so deep and then girl that that's that day she left and i was by my house by in by myself in the house i turned on gravity oh yeah gravity oh my god right so like he had these words that were so deep and i was following along was amazing yeah and those uh, words like touch your soul touch my soul and all the things that i've been holding in you know as someone who's always there for other people i was just like oh my god like it it just came out and just it, it was refreshing i'll say that yeah You know, I have to encourage you to do this because we are one in the same where we are so selfless that we give so much of ourselves to other people, Mm -hmm. but we also forget to take care of us. So here's a reminder to take care of you and just continue to do the things Mm -hmm. that you need to do for you because you always give every fiber of your being to others, which is Mm -hmm. great. And I applaud you for that. But at the same time, in that same vein, you have to take care of you. Yeah. You have to give yourself the love that it needs because you pour so much in other people that don't forget to pour your pour in you to your cup as well. Yeah. No, you're thank and if you, you for need that a, reminder. And if you need a little stir in that cup, <laughs> you call mama, okay? Man, it was it was <laughs> it was a wild uh, wild roller coaster, but it was good. It was a good reflection. Mm-hmm. And uh I just I mean the POV is like happy people go through those times too. Right. And I I don't think I ever really show that sometimes. And I think people always get shocked when they see me like emotional, but it's like, nah, like that's just a culmination of, of giving. And sometimes, you know, you're wearing that, like you're filled up with people's things too. So that was just a way to like, let it all out. Like what I was feeling, what other people were feeling. You know, I was on Insta the other day and I saw a picture of you with tears streaming down your face. And I started crying. I was like, okay, I need to stop. Like I, you know, because tears can mean a lot and, mm. you know, tears are the way to just cleanse your body. Like, mm. and it's, okay. it's a necessity. If you're not crying, yeah. then you are not healing because crying is healing. And that's part mm-hmm. of the process. And crying is also a celebratory experience as well. So don't, don't be afraid to let those tears flow because God gave us tear ducts for a reason. Right. Okay. And like so many people I know have not cried in a long time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that was that was myself. And this is why I love this podcast, because it does give us permission to be ourselves. And so I remember that Absolutely. in that moment was like, 
no, like Shay, you deserve this good cry. Like it was a, it was a joyful cry. Um, uh, it was, it was gratitude filled, but it was like, it was a lot of different emotions. Yeah. And that's so good. I'm so proud of you, little lady. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) So Um, that was my weekend. I I would be remorse. Look, one of the things I have to make sure that I say is I had such a good time seeing you in New Orleans. It was so fun. We had such an amazing time. We did. Uh, Shout out to Kurt. It was good to meet Kurt. Uh, for the first time, and just see who's you Kurt. Guys. That's look, Kurt is the whole man C-E-O. behind the scenes to make things happen. <laughs> <laughs> so it was such a great experience, and then you know, just our alone time that we had going out to eat and just you know sitting there next to each other is like this is my little sister for real. And I thank God for you because I've always wanted a sister. I got two brothers instead, um, but you're definitely. The sister that I always wanted. So thank you for being you. I love you too. And I had a, such a good time. And it was real quick, but it was like just the right amount of time. Like I yes. saw you two days in a row, but like, you know, short stints. And it was like, it was perfect. Wait, the whole, so the funny thing is I was telling um, Brother Muhammad like, hey, you know, Shay's here. He knew I was spending time with you. And then all of a sudden I, I was telling him, I was like, oh, Feast came to town. I haven't heard anything from Shay. I like texted her twice. She didn't respond. That's not like to her. I was like, oh, let me leave her alone. I forgot she hasn't seen her boo in a little bit. Yeah. So I need okay. to shut it. I need to shut it down. But yeah. I was like, hey, Shay, what you doing? Anything? Want to go out? <laughs> crickets. I was like, oh my God, I'm being ghosted by Shay right now. <laughs> we need the crickets. Like, we need the little the keyboard that like, you know, makes the sounds. So I can put the cricket right there. But yeah, <laughs> definitely was spending time with my man. I so know. excited to see him. So I have to fall uh, and, back. And, and the final really is Nola like, oh, I'm by myself. <laughs> and that's his element too. So I kind of just wanted to be like, you know, his little arm candy, like have him tell me where we going. I know so, that's right. So that's, I just waited until he he told me what was up. So didn't mean right. to ghost you, T, my bad. I, I, I know why. I mean, I, I technically didn't ghost you because we hung out two days in a row. So like, I mean. Yeah, I was kind of a little ghost. Like a little... <laughs> A little mini ghost. It's kind of ghosty. <laughs> a little ghosty. That's a new word. That's a word. It's kind a of ghosty. Little ghosty. Little ghosty. Not a full blown ghost, but a little ghosty. Right. Right. Um. But I knew what you were doing, and I was fine with it. I actually, I, I applauded. So thank you, honey. You're thank welcome. You. So look, I know I love we're so nice and cheery and bubbly uh, right now, but today is a very serious topic. Mm. We both Talk have about people it. in our lives that are experiencing it. Mm. And I just think it's such a good time to discuss it because that's what we're here for. Like we want to be the sounding board for our tippers. We want to provide them with that platform to share our experiences because we all have similar experiences. And it's through those experiences together when Amen. we discuss them that we heal together and we grow together. So today's heavy, huh? Very heavy. Um, heartbreak. Yeah. Like, like, you know, you have a hospital when you get injured Mm -hmm. and we've spoken about this before, very briefly about this. Like you said, you know, if you get shot, Mm -hmm. you go and get, get that wound taken care of at the hospital immediately. Right. Yeah. But if you get shot in your heart by deceit, lies, Mm -hmm. betrayal, yeah. Um, all the things, um, that, can break your heart. You have nowhere to go and you're stuck with it by yourself to figure wow. out how to heal from it. Well, one, mm-hmm. to just even make sense of what just happened to you. Yeah. Why did you deserve this? Why did you get this um, just flood of emotions that literally you're physically sick from something that you just heard or saw? Like, yeah, the body yeah. is telling you something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And when you go through a breakup, I love how you said your body is physically sick because it mm. is mm. like um, when you experience breakup, it's trauma to the system immediately. And it's not just, you know, like we talked about, like a wound that needs to have it that needs attention. It's a total blow to the entire system. Right. So it's a physical pain. It's an emotional pain. It's a spiritual pain. It's like mm. a total blow, a complete blow to the entire system. And it definitely takes some steps to kind of walk towards mm. healing. And 
what I want to do uh, today is to really break that down so we can help someone who may be experiencing a heartbreak right now because we do have some tippers out there that we know of um, that's going through this. So we want to hold your hand and kind of guide you down that path because I've been there. um, Shay's been there. But you know what? Shout out to those fuck boys who messed up because it has get, p- provided the right person um, in our lives, and I, I'm I'm really excited about, um, of course, my new my new boo. But um, I just thank you, fuck boys, for um, not being <laughs> who you needed to be because she it has, said it twice. Double down. I gotta let y'all know that you you guys <laughs> led me to a nice little path. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give it up for that though, T. Wow, so okay. happy for you. Um, and we'll, we'll go into that another time, but like, yeah, like, yeah, you know, and even when it comes to heartbreak, I think about like the first time Mm. that I got my heart broken. It's like, yeah, it's like that first cut is the deepest, Mm -hmm. you know, like that's Mm -hmm. the first wound that you get. Like that's the, that's the first time you realize like life isn't all roses. Right. So how did you feel? So, because, you know, one of the tip number one is that when you go through that heartbreak, you have to allow yourself Self to, to fill your yes. feelings, but yes. don't become your feelings. So yes. fill your feelings, but don't become your feelings. So yes. how how did you feel when that happened? So so the first time, I, it, it was like dying. I think that was the, like, you know, wow. when you have that young love where you just like want to, yeah. you want to be consumed by that person. You want yeah. them to just, literally take over you and just like and you allow that and um it felt like death so I don't think I could ever feel that first heartbreak again and each time Mm. has gotten easier yeah um but that is through letting myself feel that Mm. um the deep cry the not wanting to eat the not wanting to talk to anyone to the isolation that you feel um, and then there's some people who aren't able to do that. They have to move through the world as if they're not okay. Wow. So then there's the, those, those suppression of, of feelings as well. So I know that that first heartbreak, but even the first heartbreak from a particular person. So let's say like you've been with someone for a matter of time and there's been things over time, but like those, the first heartbreak from that person or betrayal from that person is devastating. Wow. And so how do you, how do you recover? How, how do you recover their memory of like, you still have to go on. Like sometimes people forgive that person and you still have to look at them and you still have to like, can I trust them fully? And it's like, so after you feel, then what T like after you feel deeply, mm-hmm. because there's so many different, there's so many different ways for people to break your heart. I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, and I think, when you're going through that feeling, especially so if we're talking about, because there's different types of heartbreaks, but we're talking about like a relationship and there's someone in your life that you love and now that relationship has ended. You, you know, I know so many different people and I don't know why they do this, but I'm telling you right now, if you do not cut off communication with your ex, that is going to prolong your hurt and your mm. suffering because it's a means to an end and you need to cut it off. So while you're feeling those feelings, you can't like, I while just, you're feeling I those just, feelings, key, yes, right? Right. Right. You can't say, oh, well, I just need to hear that person's voice. I just need to hear mm. that person. I just want to talk. It just, it helps me. No, it's not helping you. It's hurting you. Mm-hmm. You need to sever those ties in order for you to move on. Like you got to stop the communication. Exactly. Or I know how many times have you heard someone who said, you know, they broke up and they're like, oh, you know what? It's over. But I still just need to be intimate. Yeah. I still need to be intimate. It's just a way of like holding on and you got to let go. Like Mm -hmm. you got to let go to move on as well. So I just, I just have a friend right now who went through um, a breakup. Mm-hmm. And she continues not regularly, but often enough to still just kind of hold on. And of course, the gentleman wants to still share that intimate experience with her every now, every now and again. 
Mm. But every time she goes there, she calls me and she's crying the next day. Like, I shouldn't have done that. Like, no, because you got to cut them off completely. Yeah. Yeah. So how do we cut them off? Meaning the world, right? Everyone listening, like, how do we help people understand how to cut them off? Like, what are the things that you've done? I know Mm -hmm. I have deleted the number. (laughs) Uh, but then that doesn't help. So like, it's like, you know, the number. because they're going to call. <laughs> so you block it. Yeah. If you can, if you can block it, that helps. It's a um, lot of strength to block. I'm telling you. It is. It's a lot of it, strength lot. required because it's you know why? Because in your psyche, in your mind, subliminally, you want the call, you know, yeah. like you, you, and you want, want them the to check say, in, to say, you know like, what? Are you I okay? messed up. I love you. I want to be with you. Yeah. That's, that's what you really want. Yeah. You want to hear, but it. you know. And you're yeah. deep down in your heart. Sometimes, and the, the thing about heartbreak too is, we know sometimes this isn't, but most of the time actually, mm-hmm. we're not surprised. Mm-hmm. We have seen red flags. We've seen signs. Mm-hmm. We've made excuses. Too we've many painted times. A, a picture and told ourselves a story in our in our head that's not true about this person. Yeah, and then something happens that we can't deny what we actually knew Mm -hmm. and that is even that's like a double heartbreak it's like you break your heart yourself and then you allow them to break your heart wow so it's like when that happens Mm -hmm. how do you cut that person off because it's like you do need closure but i also told everybody and i think closure is a scam (laughs) i love that closure is a scam excuse me i don't mean to be rude scam it's a scam Mm -hmm. it is and not only is closure, it, not only is it a scam, it also is a manipulation. <laughs> Thank you. And a manipulation yeah. is a form of abuse. Mm, love that. Absolutely. Okay. okay. Um, but you asked the question, like, how do you cut someone off? Like, you have to, you know, first of all, you have to have a, a sense of acceptance within yourself. Yeah. Because you, could, you don't play that game of deleting a number, putting it back in, block, unblock, like, that's just ridiculous. Like you mm-hmm. have to accept that it is over. Like mm-hmm. that's what you must do first, because if you don't accept it, then you're going to keep playing these mind games with yourself where, you know, you're going to call, you, you know, you want to pick up the phone, listen, like you just don't want to play, go down that slippery slope of going in and out of that communication. So accept it first, and then mm-hmm. you decide what's best for you. So for me, um, blocking does, you know, it, it, it helps mm. in the beginning because mm. sometimes hearing that voice will set you back. Um, especially when someone who just touches your whole fiber mm. of your being, um, hearing the voice just is a, is a remembrance mm. of, a, of a lot. And you don't want to remember, you want to move past yes. a situation. So you, you have to find out what's the best route for you. Blocking in the beginning helps will, will help. Um, but at the end of the day, once you, let me tell you something, once you accept that is over, a phone call is not going to matter. It's not. It's yeah. Cause, cause you don't want to, you're, you're not going to entertain it. Exactly. It's exactly. just simple as that. Yeah. Um, another and thing- a person that values you honestly mm-hmm. wouldn't ever put themselves in position to lose you. Like, I just don't think that that's a person Facts. who truly values you. I just oh. don't, I don't see it. And, and I, yeah. I have seen both sides. Mm-hmm. I've seen people someone who-, who says it, but the actions don't match. And I'm mm-hmm. always making excuses. And mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. someone like Nafis, when he says he loves me, the actions just, they just flow. They just flow. Whether that's something that he's done that's disagreeable or whether that's something that I didn't expect. He said, like, it just like, every time that he does things, I'm like, I was accepting second best. Yeah. So I just, I just don't believe that someone who truly values you would put you in position, will put themselves in position to lose you. I think it's too. Because they know what they have. They, they understand that you're too special and you mean too much for that person to even risk. Yeah. And you to mean too much risk. to each other. Yeah. You mean absolutely. too much to each other. And, and the whole point of choosing to be with someone. And whether that's, you know, a long distance relationship or an in-person relationship, it's like that time in. Mm. And so when you make that commitment to have that time in, 
I think you're making the decision to say, yes, this is the person that I want to con- be consumed with, right? Like mm. all the time, because you could choose other things. And for that's someone right. to betray you and they had made that decision, that's, that's where the heartbreak is. It's like, but you're being dishonest this whole time. Yeah. And, you know, look, I, this, this whole thing where, you know, an ex of mine wanted to play this manipulation game with, you know, oh, you're a Christian now. Like, I thought that, you know, you have to forgive, don't you? Like, seriously, oh, oh, you want, don't, don't try to, don't play that that's, mind That's game definitely toxic. Like, yeah, I forgive you, but it's over. <laughs> and like, why are you talking about my religion in regards what does that to, have to you, do with you and yourself? <laughs> exactly. Now that's, the, see, to me, that's toxic. That's toxic. That's like because, gaslighting. Like, I don't like that. Yes. It, that just it, made me and mad. It's, and it's like... <laughs> Because it's like playing mind games and it's not, yeah. and it's not okay. And it's not yeah. fair. But at the same time, I'm too strong for that. You know, it's like, look, I listen, I, I forgive because it's a part of who I am. It's an expectation. It's part of mm-hmm. my faith. But at the same time, forgiving doesn't mean accepting you back in my life. Like I made yeah. a decision to move on for a reason. And just like you said, Shay, because it's important when someone sees you for who you are, they will not take that risk of letting you go because you mean too much to that person. Correct. And that when you have that type of love for someone, it's not even a shadow of a doubt that you're going to do anything to disrupt the love that you have. Yeah. And when you have that disruption, you know that there's something out there that's better for you. And in the beginning, it's so hard to see through that because you're in it and it's hard to see in the the future from where you are right now, because the hurt is just so prevalent in your life. Mm -hmm. But at some point in time, that pain that you have will subside. And don't judge the length of your healing process, because that can look different for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. You know, I like that. Sometimes you don't heal completely, but you learn to deal with what you've been through. Like all you can really control is over little short periods, you know? Yeah. And all you can control is what you do Mm -hmm. and what you care about. And at at some point you have to begin to love yourself more with Mm -hmm. actions. You can't just say, oh, I love myself. I love myself. Well, what are you doing for yourself each and every day to make sure that you're completely. And we talked about this too, being 100%. When you're 100% heartbreak still happens to you. Yes. Right. But your mechanisms. The things that you do when stressful life events happen become more routine, almost Mm -hmm. like training in the military because you've trained your heart and your mind to understand that because you've been hurt, because you've been betrayed is not your fault. It has nothing to do with you. Mm -hmm. That betrayal always has to do with that person and their turmoil and what they're going through. So you cannot blame yourself for that, Mm -mm. especially if you're being faithful and you're being truthful. And, you and you're being your supportive. Part. Like you've and you've done, done your, your part. part. Correct. And, 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 and let me tell you something. Someone else is going to appreciate that person who you are. All the love Amen. and energy and time that you poured in that relationship. Someone else is going to recognize the special person that you are and will treat you accordingly. Correct. So don't let that experience kind of muddy the waters of something else that's coming in your way. And it's funny, Shay, because a while ago you had told me this when I was like, you know, this sucks. You know, I don't, you know, being single sucks. And I was kind of going through that healing process. You said, T, the right person is going to see you. You say, T, you're a whole snack and someone's going to pick you up and you won't even think about your past. No. And that is so true. Mm-hmm. And it's, so but it's also right. how you were radiating. Yeah. You have to radiate in a way that like people want to feel that all the time. Yeah. Like you have to fill other people up, fill the room up, mm-hmm. you know, live in your joy, live in your greatness. Mm-hmm. And people recognize that like, to, like guys don't want to, you know, be with someone who they have to constantly like reaffirm, reassure. They want over someone who's sure about that. themselves as well. You know, like it's women, women don't want to do it as women either. And we don't want it. That's what I'm saying. It's a hundred, a hundred. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like when I think about like my past and you heard me use this, um, 
this this terminology before and about those emotional um, vampires that come yeah. in and zap up all yep. your energy and take everything and take, 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 but they don't pour anything into you. Right. And that is exactly what happens in those relationships where you're giving more than when you're receiving. And it's that's when you're not you whole. Mm-hmm. And then you're just allowing someone to leech onto you. Hmm. But when you're whole, they know their boundaries. They can see the bound. They can see the clear boundaries. Mm-hmm. They really can. And obviously with this podcast, they can hear the boundaries. But, <laughs> you know, before it's like it's like they people feed off energy. Mm-hmm. So the, a lot of times when I've been taken advantage of, they have felt my energy. Like I like I said, I had daddy issues growing up and mm-hmm. I, there were times when I was needy, you know, when I would allow things, when I would accept things because I felt like I needed that extra love besides my brother. I'm like, I know there has to be this other kind of love out here. Like I'm trying to feel that, you know, but not understanding that healthy balance or what it looks like at, exactly. So. Mm-hmm. It's just like you start to like learn. You start mm-hmm. to learn yeah. how to project, I guess, if that makes sense. Makes sense. Absolutely. And you know what I found too, Shay, that's super helpful? Because people like you and other people that God had put into my life when mm-hmm. I'm experiencing certain things is you got to have a support system. You got to have someone who you can talk to. And, you know, we had feasts on, we talked about not being afraid to talk to someone else, a neutral party by way of a therapist to help you. So don't be afraid to do that either. Because some people, again, we talked about this. um, They sometimes can be misguided and believe that talking to someone or even especially going to a therapist because of a heartbreak um, is not the right thing to do. Like it's it's a sign of weakness or, you know, you feel less than, and that's just crazy because sometimes you need to talk to someone else other than your friend. Like, yeah. like I said, I call Shay, she ready to go. She ready, like ready to put some Vaseline <laughs> on her face and, <laughs> and, <laughs> and go hurt someone. So it's probably, it's great sometimes to talk about what you're experiencing to a therapist, but whatever your whatever, whoever your person is, you just have to make sure that you have that support system Someone that's going to help. So that's like the other thing. Yeah. Support system. Mm -hmm. Right. So you feel deeply. Yeah. You control what you can control. Mm -hmm. You. What was the last thing you said? What did I say about just Um, being able to. You just said it. I don't know. Was it it about just being able to talk it out with someone? Yeah. Talk talk it out with someone someone other than your. Someone you can trust. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think that's super important because you, one, you don't want someone out talking to someone. How many times, and we learned this just um, going through our journey through womanhood, that we say things to the wrong people and you get burnt. Oh. Okay. So don't be going out there telling your businesses, all these different people and and whoever it is in your life that you think that you can trust. And that person is kind of using that as a weapon against you, especially when you're down and out. So be very thoughtful about who you allow in your space. Yeah. Like, no, this is not tea. This is my life. Exactly. You know I mean? yeah. So be very, be very, very thoughtful about who you are experiencing or sharing those experiences with because they, you need to trust that person. You need to know that that person have your best interest in mind yeah. and that they're, they're part of your healing process. They're, like I said, we started off, they're going to hold your hand down that path um, right. of recovery. Right. So- Oh, there's just so many things so many to things do when your heart is broken. Like, mm-hmm. and I, and a lot of it too has to do with yourself. No, like mm-hmm. it's almost like you have to start realizing that if it, if it cripples you, mm-hmm. that you, you have a lot more work to do. Oh, yeah. when, you know, when heartbreak cripples you, you know, it's like, okay, I have a lot more, I have a lot more things to put in place with myself. To support because, and then you, you. have to right, and you have to yeah. ask more questions like, how did I allow myself to get to this point? And did mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. that this was a possibility yeah. to maybe happen? Um, you know, and and sometimes you are blindsided. Sometimes you are blindsided. Sometimes you are with someone who you don't completely know, but there may have been signs of like, oh, that was weird, mm-hmm. you know. So, mm-hmm. but there are those little little signs, and mm-hmm. like I would say, just for from a healthy relationship standpoint, where 
look, I don't know what the future holds and I don't put anything past anyone, but I do know love. Mm-hmm. And so when the love starts feeling different, then that's when we got to have a start to have conversations. Right. And I mm-hmm. think sometimes when there's a shift in the relationship, we kind of just pass it over and we just say, yeah, Oh, that do. was just that. So I think again, trying to train my mind to say, I know how it feels, the, the healthy love. Okay. And if it ever starts to change, then I need to address it. And I can't yeah. let it go. I got to be brave in that aspect. You know what I mean? To say like this, our relationship is changing or things are changing because people change. Yeah. Right. But I think you, look, you grow. Shay, the key word that you just said there was healthy love. Because there are many different forms of what that we that we tell ourselves it's love, and it may be a number of things. It can be lust, it can be an infatuation, it can be so codependency. Mm-hmm. And we have to know what real love feels like and not cloud our judgment because it's something that makes us feel good mm-hmm. and we want to continue that feeling, but we know Preach, that Beth. it's not what it is, you know, like you know that it's not love. It's just Preach. a feeling that's great. And not everything that feels good is love. <laughs> like We need to make sure that we understand Man, that. Talk about it. Okay? Talk about it. Talk about <laughs> it. Okay. Because that's when you're like, oh, no, oh, nope. Mm-mm. This, yeah. this is too dangerous. Uh-huh. It's not good. This is uh, not for me. I don't want it. <laughs> yeah. And once, I don't want when, it. Listen, I think too is that we have to have really high expectations of mm. what and of people who are going to share the space in our heart. Yes. We must have high expectations and if someone is falling short, you need to make the de- make that determination if that person is right for you. Because how many times have we especially I think about in my younger years made up excuses to stay in a relationship. Like, oh, that person's going to change. Oh, I want to work around that. Oh, I need to do this. Like we start to really believe the BS that we're selling ourselves. Like we're like eating BS for breakfast. Yeah. And (laughs) on a daily basis. And when you start just keep eating that BS, you're going to fill yourself up with shit in your belly Uh and you're never going to be able to move past it. So we got to stop that nonsense. Mm -hmm. You know that one of our greatest gifts that, that we have is our intuition and it's, it, it is a, it's almost like a compass that guides us in the direction that we should go. But when you start turning off that, that compass and turn off that navigation, that's when you stay stuck in a situation that you shouldn't be in. It's just as simple as that. I mean, mic drop. Like that, <laughs> that is what it is. Yeah. That is what it is, is we cannot eat shit for breakfast. Like we no. cannot. Like and, tell, and, tell, is, and tell us it's Wheaties or whatever your favorite you know what I'm breakfast saying? food is. And you, but the thing <laughs> is, is like, that's what I was saying. Like, then that means we have to do more work because sometimes we allow ourselves to spin these stories. Right. Spin this reality that doesn't exist. It's crazy. With these, these stories people, With these or people we know yeah. have no intention to love of us changing. the way we want or mm-hmm. changing mm-hmm. or just being like selfless or like knowing that. And I say that meaning the other partner has shown all those things. Obviously, if you're not giving all of that, you shouldn't receive that. But like, there's a lot of times out there where you're like, but I'm cooking, I'm cleaning, I'm, I'm, you know, he's driving my car, we're doing this. Like, you know, it's not true, boo. It's like, stop it. Don't, don't start making a list of, of all the great things that you're doing because you are wonderful and you are doing those great things, but those great things is not going to be going to convince someone who doesn't love you to love you. Like and you need if to know that. And if they're not including you in their life decisions and their life, mm-hmm. if they're not saying words like we, if they're not us. talking about the future, us, if they're not, you know, if, if they have kids and you've been together for a while and you haven't met their kids. Yeah. I, the writing's on the wall for me. Like, you know, Nafis, he was very, very, um, prescriptive with his child he was like you know I have a daughter and I didn't meet her for a minute while we were just trying to figure out what we were doing and then as soon as he knew he asked me would you want to meet my child and I was like absolutely you know what I'm saying like and I know for you as a single mom and dating when um you guys when you were when your son was younger I know you had to either not date or shield or whatever the case was was because you didn't want to 
you know, but that at the same time, in and, out of, in and out of my son's life, like that exactly. was really important to me. But you knew that if you were dating somebody seriously, that they would have to meet your kid, correct? Oh yeah, absolutely. So if you haven't met someone's kid or kids, that's ridiculous. Or parents like, or family wh- members. That's a red close, flag to me. Close folks, close in your family circle. members. That's a red flag. It's a red flag. Now sometimes guys will be like, "Oh, you want to meet my mom?" And then mom just mad cool, so. Don't go like, oh, I met my mom and he I met his mom. He loved me. I met his mama. <laughs> Sometimes that's the case. But you'll know, like, you can feel it. Yeah. You can feel it. Or when you ask them, hey, like, when am I going to meet your kids? Or, you know, when am I going to meet your family? Those are all things that that's all information for you to help mm-hmm. figure out what you're going to do. And if you can see yourself, you know, with that person for the long term. Yeah. Because sometimes that that breeds heartbreak, too, because you spend all this time. You've been doing X and you've been doing all this thinking you're a unit. Mm-hmm. And the whole time that person's been trying to figure out if they even want to be with you long term or not. And that's a shame. Yeah. Especially and when you have to start asking for basic things that should happen naturally. Mm. That's a that's an indication, too, that you're not with the right person. Because when I got to start asking you for stuff that I know it's a requirement that should happen. That's when you when you talk about those red flag shade, like that's a true Flag on the field, okay? It's like okay, penalty. Flag on the play. <laughs> like, right, like, stop it. Like, if I got to start asking you for stuff that you should want to do, then you know that it's not right. You know, I talked about before how my grandmother used to say, when someone really loves you, it's, you don't have to even question it. You know it, you feel it mm. in every, you know, in your whole soul. Like, you feel that love. Yeah. And it's a wonderful thing. But when you got to start asking, hey, can I meet your children? Hey, can I meet your family? Hey, can I meet your friends? Then something's not right with that because you shouldn't Correct. have to ask. Someone who loves you, they want to they show you to the world. They want yes. everyone to see like, this is the love of my life. This is my person. Please, please come meet my person because yes. I love this person <laughs> and I know you're going to love this person too. <laughs> yep. That is exactly They want to include you in the things that matter to them. Exactly. You understand that? Like the things that matter to them, they want you to be a part of that because of the love that they have for you. Yeah. You know, they they want you to experience the things that they experience and they want everyone else to 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 fill your magic that you bring to the table. Mm-hmm. And when that's not happening, then you know that there's a disconnect. Yeah. And what we can do is put in fillers for those disconnects. No fillers required. Like when you start putting in fillers, then, you know, that's another red flag for sure. Uh, I love it. Yeah. That is great. Like, oh, two good, two good booms in a row. <laughs> um, and I and I also say like, we also have to like stop jumping in the deep end mm. with weights on. Like mm. we see the danger ahead and we oh, think yeah. that we can swim through it. You can't swim with weights on. No. You just can't do it. Like you'll get tired. Mm-hmm. and you'll sink and, and you'll like sink. we have to we have to have to have to stop but yeah. i will say one thing about heartbreak that i do love mm-hmm. can you believe there's something to love about heartbreak oh i i i know i, I i'm happy about heartbreak if it's going to lead me to my person oh and mm-hmm. and there's this energy that you can't get any other way to help have a breakthrough or that fuel that fuel you know? oh that yeah breakthrough right oh yeah it's like it's like you, you, if you, if you can channel it correctly and you can understand why you've been led through that situation or why you've been brought to that situation, yeah, you can channel and refuel that energy mm-hmm. to do amazing things. Oh yeah. How many times have you seen people, I love it too, when they become the best versions of themselves because oh. they know that they were in toxic relationships. So when they get out of it, they kind of go through this discovery period. They're like, you know, they get in the best shape of their lives. You're like, oh, wow, you look mighty delicious. Mm-hmm. And it's because they pour into the things that they shouldn't have been pouring into themselves to begin with. But exactly. instead, they were giving so much of themselves that they forgot to take care of themselves. They, exactly. they put in so much of, of everything that they had into someone else that they let themselves go. And even when you do have a relationship that feels amazing, don't let yourself go. I mean, Shay, you talked about earlier how important it is for you to do the work that you need to do for you, especially mm. if you get so stuck that you can't see yourself out of it. Then you know every episode, I you talk know about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm, that you know mm-hmm. that 
you have to do the self work. And you yeah. that's a necessity in order for you to heal, in order for you to be the whole person that you need to bring to that relationship. You yeah. have to do the work. You have to take care of all of you. So for mentally, spiritually, physically, like I like we talk about exercise because it's such a big part of my life and it makes me feel so good. Yeah. Um, I'm cranky yesterday. I, I I had to get up so early. I had a town hall with our employees and then I had a big meeting. Like I got up super early and I didn't have time to exercise and I was angry. I was like stuffy all day, like just tight. And then I came home and I ran. I was like, okay, I feel better. But you have to take care of you. And part of taking care of you is eating the right things in your body. So Mm -hmm. we talked about not eating shit for breakfast, but what you should be eating is good things to fill your body up that's going to create the best version of you. And that's eating healthy. That's exercising. That's taking care of your mental space, you know, Mm -hmm. and whatever that is and whatever that looks like for you, you have to make the time to do it. You can't keep sweeping things under the carpet and expecting things to change. Yeah. And I will say heartbreak has led me to that as well. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I got my heart broken this year, um, not by by my man, but just by my my circumstances. Um, Other people can break your heart. Yeah, yeah. um, exactly. Girlfriends, um, people catapulted me to have in your life. You know, it it took me to a whole nother level. I mean, Mm -hmm. my focus on myself and my Mm -hmm. I mean, I already loved myself, but like. I really started to focus on just how I show, how I was showing up. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I knew I had this, this ability to like be vulnerable Mm -hmm. to the world. Like, I don't care. I I, I have this, like this bravery just to be myself. And so I started to do that even more. And I think you even said, Shay, like, what is it about you? What's going on? It's because I went through that heartbreak. Yeah. You know, like my heart was completely shattered because I had done so much work mm. um, on a project and I didn't get the credit I deserved. And I didn't Nothing get like that. That's, and, and, that's and, it, and it, it crushed me. Yeah. It crushed me. And you know what? I felt what did it. You do? Okay. Like, what did you do now? So what I want you to do, because I think this is going to be super helpful for our tippers. So think yeah. about when you went through that. Think about that crushing experience because that's what mm-hmm. it is. It's like mm-hmm. oh, a huge weight that's just been dropped on you yep. and you can't get up. Mm-hmm. How did you pick yourself back up? Because now you, I told you, I tell you all the time, like you radiate your, no matter what. And that doesn't mean you're going to experience other obstacles mm-hmm. in, in your path, but you certainly bounce back and you bounce back strong. Yeah. So what, was there anything else that you've done through that process that we didn't mention that would be helpful for someone who's listening today that needs that inspiration. Yeah. And I'm smiling because I'm like, yeah, I did that. Like I went, I got through that and like, I came out way better. So like you said, in the beginning, I felt it deeply. Mm-hmm. I cried and I cried and I cried. I cried down my face's shoulder. I cried Aww. on his lap. Aww. I would cried. And I went through this, this bitter stage of like, so, so that's your, that was your support person. Let's call yes. that out. So Nafis okay. was your support person. Yes. Yep. Yes. And yep. uh, my mom, my mom was my support person as well. And then also my mentor. I love your mom with her beautiful self. Hey mom. Thank you. Hey mom. <laughs> hey Lori. Um, I, 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 I leaned on those three people, Nafis, my mentor and my mother. And um, at first they didn't tell, they didn't give me any advice. Mm-hmm. They just let me cry listen. and moan and bitch and all that they other listen stuff. to you they listened yeah part of that is you don't sometimes you don't want advice you just want to cry out and talk yeah. whatever it is that's consuming you you need to talk it out yeah and you need someone who's a great listener to be yeah. in to be your support person so I, I love that you called that out because i think that's really important and i've also learned that too it's like maybe they don't need advice right now maybe they just need me to go in and curse this person out with them Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. He mm-hmm. sucks. He's this, he's that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so they let me do that. And then it got to a point where they were tired of seeing me like that, that um, they kept reminding me like, OK, well, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? And I knew I couldn't do anything at the time to, to you can't you can't say like, I need my recognition. You, you can't do anything. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just have to do nothing. Mm-hmm. But what? I, so I did nothing in that aspect towards that thing that broke my heart. 
But what I did do was pour into myself. I literally. How did you do that? How did you pour into yourself? Well, we started a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that was one that, and then that took, you know, bravery to reach out to Kurt and just say, Hey, Tini and I would really love to join your network and love to do something on the show. We'll be How do you good. feel about that? And so, so that was one thing that saved me. Um, and so tapping into so other, yes, other things ahead, that bring it. happiness into your life, right? Correct, correct. So tapping into those things, so that's important. So when we when we look at just that whole process of what you've done, is exactly yeah. some of the things that we talked about already. You allowed yourself to feel your feelings. Yeah. You, but you didn't become your feelings. Right. You also reached out to someone who you knew. That was going to be your support person, like your, yep. those two people. So your mom, part of three is like your, your mom, yeah. your best friend and Nafis. Mm-hmm. Like, so they kind of, kind of gathered and around you and supported you to help stand you up. Yes. You did that. And then you did what is the most important thing out, out of it all is you begin to tap into other things that br- yeah. that brought you joy into your life. Things that they, yes, that, yeah. they, that didn't have anything to do with them. Absolutely. Right. It didn't have anything to do with that project. So that that was that. And then I changed my environment. I mm. got I, I picked of I was very intentional about the apartment that I chose because the natural light, the spacing, you know, the rooms have different mixed use, like, you know, depending on my feeling like a feng shui, like I that changed energy. that energy. It was that, that energy. Energy. Yeah. I started yeah. to get healthier. I started to get more sleep. I started to. I remember you w- talked about that. You really, yeah. You just go sleeping. You were, you know, you started to exercise again. Yeah. Going, you know, eating healthy. So all the things that you know is going to make you feel your very best. Yeah. That's the things that you did. And then yeah. lastly, I started pouring into other people. Mm, love that. So I allowed my, I allowed myself to heal with them in terms of what they are going through. So in me giving service in return, I got. Their joy came to me and and their gratefulness uh, to say thanks for taking the time to talk to me. And and then so, yeah. So then I realized, oh, shoot, like I got a whole situation over here now. Like I'm not even worried about that thing. So great. I mean, that's just a a true testament to you. And Mm -hmm. I applaud you because you didn't get stuck. You didn't say, I'm going to let this experience consume me. And when you do so much. To, you put so much into something, and, something, someone, <laughs> or something, or someone. Yeah, and that is not acknowledged because acknowledgement is so important, especially so important. when you give so much of yourself that you, when you don't receive that acknowledgement or that attention or that comfort or whatever it is that you know that you need, it, it's not okay. But the fact that you're able to look at that experience, because guess what. Someone else is going to disappoint you. Yes. Someone else is going to fall short of your expectations. Someone is not going to acknowledge you for the work that you've done. I'm sure it's around done. the corner. Okay. So I'm ready. Someone's <laughs> not going to acknowledge you for the work that you've done. I got my and, tools. <laughs> and you have to know and you how to use those tools when that stuff happens again. So yep. that way it won't be as hurtful as it was the first time around. And each time you get better. Each time I know I will be better. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like. Bring it on. And I'm also not afraid of rejection anymore. It's like, mm-hmm. you say no, I'll go this okay. way. Right? Okay. Yeah. You zig, I'll zag. Fine. Yeah. Just like failure is part of your process, so is rejection. And mm. you need to know how to accept failure, move on, learn from it, and in order to continue to be the, the best version of yourself. So it's same thing with rejection. It's like, okay, like you need to need to understand that rejection is part of your process too. And you need to clap for your damn self. You don't clap for yourself. No one else will. Mm. Um, And you know what, before I I had to make sure that we uh, cover this because it's really important before we go is that especially with heartbreak, it's something that may pull you into the direction of that other person who hurt you. Okay. It's a natural part of your healing process where you just say to yourself, I need this one more time. I need to hear that person's voice one more time. I need to see that person one more time. I need a hug one more time. Whatever it is, and you start to creep back into the space where you know your ass doesn't belong, remember what sucked. Remember the hurt. Remember the things that that person did to let you down. Soak in that moment. Remember Mm. that pain that you experienced. 
Let that be the driving force that pushes you in the opposite direction so you don't go back to, to, to going through on that path of being let down. So don't let yourself go there. The yeah. moment you think about picking up that phone, calling that person or texting that person, remember what sucked about that person. And when you start thinking about like, well, you know, I, I think because when you're lonely sometimes, all types of thoughts start going through your oh. head. Okay. You're <laughs> lonely. You're like, maybe this one time will be okay. Maybe I just see, it's, it's not like I'm, I mean, I know it's, it's over, but maybe if I can just do this, like when you start going to that, remember the pain that that person caused you. Yeah. And you know that one night of fun or one time just seeing that person is not worth you falling back into the trenches where you know you don't belong. Yeah. Super And important. begin to take notes and a collection of what you don't want. That's mm -hmm. what another thing that heartbreak teach, teaches mm -hmm. you. Yeah. I know I don't want this. Mm -hmm. And when you have this long list of things that you don't want, the things that you do want, it becomes easier to identify. And yeah. I, that's a place that I'm at now is like, oh, mm -mm, mm. I don't like that. That doesn't feel good. I've been there before. No, thank you. You mm -hmm. can keep it. I'm going to stay keep it. here. Yeah. Keep it. So Because you know why try to hold on something that you're, you know you're not supposed to have, that you know you have to let go? Why do, why do you even try to do that? Like why hold on to something that is not meant for you? Yeah. Start okay. loving things that are good for you. Mm. You know, love what's good for you. And if you stay in that direction, you'll never go back. You'll never, ever, ever go back. So I want to leave you with this thought because I think oftentimes when we hear things, it puts us in that, it puts us in that, that, that right mindset and yeah. helps us heal. Um, the saddest thing about love is that not only that it cannot last forever, but that heartbreak is soon forgotten. That's by William Faulkner. And I think that's just so important to know that at some point you're going to forget about this and you're going to move on. And whoever that person is who didn't deserve your love, you're going to find that right person that's going to light you up like a candle. And it's going to tap into you in ways that you've never thought you could be tapped in before. It's happening to me right now. Mm -hmm. And it feels so freaking amazing. Yeah. And it, if I didn't experience those separations that I had in the past, it would have never led me to my person. So just remember that it's just temporary. You're going to get past it. And that person who is supposed to love you is sitting right on the outside of the door just waiting for you to be your whole person so they can give you the love that you deserve. Thanks, T. That's beautiful. Poetic. And I'm um, so listen, happy for you. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, we so appreciate you guys listening to us every week. It means so much to us. Um, we are all on this journey together and we love you for it. So please remember to continue to listen to Tip in the Scales where we get your podcast. We want to hear from you. We, we want to experience this together with you. We love you. Deuces. Yes, deuces. Deuces.